Wen and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Wen or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wen for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now on to the podcast. Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts and I'm here with my co-host Wynne Morgan. Hi Wynne. Hello. How are you doing? How are you? I'm really well, thanks. I'm well. Yeah. You? I'm, are you good? I'm good as well. Cool. I'm good as well. So you actually uh, brought up the topic today. I loved how surprised you sounded. Um, no, that's not true. You actually brought up the topic today. It's just like, yeah, hell froze over. Wynn had an idea. Wynn did have an idea. Did hell freeze over? I don't think so. This could be it. Is this it? <laughs> I don't know, because I haven't been to know. I haven't been to know. And I know you too well to know that you haven't been either to know when hell froze over. Not since we last talked anyway. Definitely not. Yeah. They're like the last five minutes. Yeah. It feels like just five minutes, isn't it? Yeah. So this is also something that you and I were nattering about, chatting about a little earlier today, about the topic of nerves. And then you asked me, well, do you still get nervous? Yes, I do. Sometimes. And sometimes I don't. And it's always a surprise whether I get nervous or not. Now, so whether it's, um, I don't know, a big group or a little group or in person versus on an online video program, or there's no rhyme, no reason really in the circumstances of it that would determine or that would have a, a direct causation into nervousness or non-nervousness. But here's what I am noticing and have noticed a lot. And um, last week I ran two presentation skills trainings for company, for two different companies last week. And the topic of nerves is the most common one that they you know want to want to bring up and talk about, which is you know quite right because I spent at least half of my time on that. Hmm. And one of the most common questions I'm asked is, how do I manage nerves? And well, I don't, so I don't suggest other people do. Now I used to try and manage nerves. But then I had my focus on my nerves. <laughs> Why would I want to focus on nerves? <laughs> it's like, that's just 
not where I want to put my attention. Thanks very much. If I'm giving a talk, I'd rather give it, I'd rather have my attention on what am I going to say and who's it for? And that's always the audience, right? So I do not want to have my attention on me, what's going on in my psychology or in my feeling state. I'd rather have my attention on uh, them, people I'm talking with. So the shortcut would be, Nerves are really cool because they tell me I'm looking in the wrong direction. If I'm making a meal, you know, making a meal of them, if I'm having a story about nerves, because nerves, just like any other feeling, any other emotion, they'll come and go. And when I've put attention on, should I feel more nervous? Should I feel less nervous? Should I feel not nervous at all? Should I be, you know, all that kind of story, my Attention is on me, which is a horrible idea for doing anything well. Horrible idea. So if it's true that nerves, just like every other emotion, will stay for as long as they'll stay and they'll dissipate like everything else, you know, and the, uh, the nervous energy, which, you know, there's a, there's, there are hormones that are secreted, well, they dissipate without me having to do anything about them. And if that's true, if the emotion moves, and if the hormones move of their own accord, one less thing for me to do, one less thing for me to manage, which is really cool to remember. I remember posting something, an article a while ago about nerves, and the friend said, well, nerves tell you that it matters. They're really necessary. And I'm, well, no, it's not true. Nerves do not say that at all. It's not what they mean. Now, sometimes it means that, but not always. There's not a direct causation. They're not 100% of the time. And if it's not 100% of the time, it's not true. And someone else said, well, nerves are really good because it means that then you provide focus. And I said, well, that ain't true either. You can focus without nerves. And then a lot of the times when, I'm, when people come along to presentation skills training, I'm thinking about the groups last week. It's that they would do anything to not feel nervous because they think nerves are going to mean that they'll throw up on stage or they'll fall or they'll, you know, say the wrong word or, you know. Well, it doesn't mean that either. We just have meaning about the feeling of feeling nervous. That is totally arbitrary, not real, made up, temporary. So I quite, um, in the moment last week with one of the groups, the first groups, first group I had on Wednesday, I think last week, they said, how do you deal with nerves? And I said, well, Here's my attitude towards nerves. Nerves, schmerves. I said that, right? And in the moment, it was just like, yeah, whatever, right? I meant it. I really mean it. And it would be the same as, am I hungry? Nothing to do about that right now if I'm about to give a talk. I'm not going to say, excuse me, I'm not ready. I need to have a sandwich. Not going to do that. 
and it doesn't matter because while I'm well my focus is on what I'm talking about with the audience in mind then my hunger isn't even in my consciousness it's not even there now okay if I've not eaten for two days and I'm really like messed up on sugar right okay I get it um, but it's really rare that that well I've never done that you know actually that's not true I have actually during a fast but I was feeling fine to work because I got over it and fine with that lack of sugar and everything but I digress and before I ramble on too much Kate bring me back to earth as you always do so the reason why we were talking about nervous energy is because I recently had I was in a group and and it was a large group was a large group and uh and while I can get up in front of 150 teenagers or that's more comfortable for me than getting up in front of adults for some reason I don't know who knows mm-hmm. but I was in a group and it ended up being me who led this um, activity this kind of experience and to preface this story of my experience, it had been really, really fresh for me looking into a direction. I had listened to a podcast and it was just so um, interesting to me. And, and I had been reading other things too. And I just was in this place where I was like, well, you know, what if... I actually kind of leaned into any experience that was happening for me. Mm. No matter if my mind called it good or bad, or uh, it didn't matter. Like, what if I could be with any experience that was showing up in my world, my experience? And if I could just let it happen, just be with it. Just be with what experience is showing up in that moment. Because so much, I think, of what happens with people is that we have this idea in our head of what that's going to look like, what's going to happen to your point, like, oh, I'll throw up. And then we've got this whole story of that. And so our minds will do anything to keep them, keep us out of that situation that is somehow we've decided is not okay. We will avoid this space, whatever this space is for people. Sometimes our whole lives. Because it feels really real that whatever we think about it is going to happen. I just loved, I just love that. And I loved being in that. And so I was already in this space where I was like allowing, like seeing what happened, what if I just like lean into this and so I end up being the person that is supposed to lead this thing just kind of happened that way and all of a sudden I have this like just so much nervous energy flowing in my body and like my heart's beating fast I'm kind of warm and and 
I'm, I'm about to like, I know my group is coming up soon and I'm going to have to do this thing. And so I'm having this thing and everybody's like, you okay? You good? I'm like, mm, I don't know. You know, am I good? <laughs> but so I just let it show up. However, it's going to show up. I notice it. I don't push it away. I don't use my little brain to make me feel better. And like, you know, how we pacify ourselves with our little self-talk, you know, I didn't do any of that. I just let it be what it was knowing it's temporary and it's moving through and just let it be. And I was like, you know, I'm not sure if I can settle down and like hear my wisdom take me through this thing. I don't know if I can do that while having so much energy kind of like moving through at the same time. I was like, okay, well, it is what it is. And I felt that energy the whole time. But somehow wisdom like showed up in these ways where like my sense of humor was coming through and my sense of timing on things, even if it was like I felt sped up, right? In my thoughts, in my body, there was something else showing up as well. Showing up to meet that experience. And I got a sense that like the more I did it, the less it would feel like this. And I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the sense that I got that like teaching teenagers, you know, it's uh, either I would get used to always feeling this way and doing it anyway, right? Or it wouldn't feel this way. I don't know. But there was just something that kind of came through where it's like, if I really want to do stuff like this and get up in front of people, I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whichever way. And that's the what really matters, right? Is that bit? Well, what was even more surprising to me was that in my mind was telling me that wisdom couldn't meet me in that sped up space. Yeah. That was actually even more surprising than that kind of knowing at the end is that it actually could meet me there. It did. It freaking did, right? <sighs> that was really cool and there was a someone that was there that was helping me kind of create that activity and that experience and you know she was just she does this all the time so she was really comfortable in that space and she's like and you know to be honest with you though when it comes down to it, it's just not really about you and I was like I was like, oh, right. And so there's just like this. And so at the end, I've had this experience and some people seem to really love it, like really benefit from that when it wasn't about me, which actually brings up a question for me, for you. Like that feeling, I can hear my story about how I don't like it, right? Mm-hmm. And yet, I wonder if that's just one, if that's just one of the ways 
that aliveness shows up in our experience. What do you think? I was hoping for geography or history, not that as a question. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Say the question again. Okay. So I can hear my stories of how this is not okay somehow. Right. And I've spent so much time in that space that maybe I kind of missed that. And I think aliveness in life shows up in lots of different ways. I'm just saying, what if this is just one of those things that where our aliveness, like we'd get to feel all of this experience of life, right? Yeah. Like what if aliveness shows up sometimes in this space as well? I felt very alive. Like I was like, it was like, everything's really heightened, right? Mm. And I've spent so much time calling it bad that I missed it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's not all. Yeah. Well, and again, I mean, I, I go as far as to say what, what makes anything bad. It's beyond nervousness, beyond everything, right? And a number of, I know that we've talked about this in the hundred and whatever number of episodes that we've done a lot of the times about, being okay and feeling all of it, including our resistance to some of it when we're in the resistance of it, including into our nonsense stories of things, including, you know, making mountains out of mole hills and all the things that we do. It's all in the expression of being alive. To me, anyway, it just looks like who am I to judge what is right to feel and wrong to feel? I know I ain't qualified for that. This this first winds winds kind of like cerebral cortex malarkey thing, imagey, frontal lobes, whatever part of the brain. Because I'm not that switched on about the different parts of the brain, but I'm those that two pairs of words I am familiar with, but don't really understand them. It feels true to me that anything in life's experience, anything that's emotional, anything that I'm making up and anything I then notice I've made up is all in the game of life. I'm being willing to feel all of it. And someone that you spent time with recently was Fee, Fiona. And her episode with us a while ago was I think it was called every string on the guitar. Mm. That's this. In my mind, that's where your question goes. And it includes the, one of the more heightened feelings that we get of anxiety, anxiousness, panic, nervousness when giving a talk. It's of the same, even when it feels heightened. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's an exception doesn't mean it's made of anything different it's a part of life's tapestry of emotions and experiences in my mind unless I think it's not and I get to make that up too and then fall back out of that <laughs> 
and see that fresh. It comes back to the word that just popped into my mind about the word control. And a lot of the time I've been, I had been trying to control how I did, what I did, how I felt, all of that stuff. And it never got me anywhere other than in the deeper hole. The deeper hole that I didn't even know I'd made up. And got me less present to, in, to life and enjoying it. Because all I was doing was resisting some of the things that were happening and how I was feeling. I didn't know that wasn't smart. I didn't know there was another way. I'm pretty sure 20 odd years ago, when I was training, well, I do remember, in fact, training presentation skills and public speaking, trainings for corporates, and I'd be talking about ways of dealing with nerves. Here are some tips with nerves, as opposed to understanding how they work. So I talk about it very differently now. Well, the whole remit of presentation skills, I mean, it's, it's totally different than it would have been 12 years ago. Just because it's, it's us communicating in the moment, which is what we've always done since we were born. <laughs> it doesn't change just because we're standing up and people are looking at us and they're sitting down. There's <laughs> no difference at all. We're always we're naturally good at that. We have these feelings and emotions and the energy that you talk about that moves through us. And I think you're right. The number of times I've been there with that nervousness with focus, nervousness without panic, where I'm, it's almost like I'm heightened in my awareness of wisdom, awareness of timing, being able to, to, you know, to crack a joke, even while I have all that energy flooding through me. So, yeah, I think it's all a part of the uh, experience of being alive. You know, given the fact that you brought that question up, what's your thoughts on that? I think that there's something to your point about, you know, playing every string that, you know, we're here for all of it. Even moments in our lives where it makes sense to try to control everything. We're here for that too. We're here for all of it. And what if we actually did just like there's literally nothing in life that we couldn't deal with that we would need to distract from or numb out like there's literally nothing that we aren't allowed to experience in this life and without our stories of what these things all mean and how much weight we've put on them like what if Everyone walked around with this, you know, like our last episode, this lightness around anything that's happening. Mm -hmm. Not denying it. Yeah. 
you know, or bypassing it in some way, like just being with whatever is happening. Yeah. Including the difficult, including pain, heartbreak, loss. Or maybe especially. That, yeah. I mean. Good point. Really good point. Especially those. Yeah. You know, and for a lot of people, I think that are in a conversation where they just want to feel better, whether it's therapy or coaching or whatever, you know, maybe it's not necessarily the good, fun, loving, like the, you know, the the experiences in life, the ones that we deem positive or good. What if, if it's just the allowing of any experience is actually what we're looking for? Yeah. You know, what we're kind of all reaching for. And whereas, you know, most things, I would say 99% of the world is set up is to take us away from being in those experiences, right? Whether it's medication or distraction or I mean, really, there's so much out there for people if they don't want to feel. What if you could and nothing was off limits? And you could just be with anything that shows up. There's just so much freedom. I can't even imagine that feeling of freedom. If everyone could experience that. And know they're okay. Like they're freaking okay. No matter what. Nothing's off limits, you know. You know, it always interests me how often we come back to that at some point. <laughs> yeah, everyone, every episode. Yeah, pretty much. People could just fast forward to the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where would the fun be, though, right? Mm. That's the metaphor for everything as well, right? Where would the fun be if it was just that? Where would the fun be if it was only these these emotions and these feelings and these things in life? It wouldn't. It would lose its richness. Mm. And what would be the point? Now, the other thing to say is, if I'm feeling distressed and stressed. I don't want to feel that richness. I do want to kind of put limits on things in that moment. Still don't know if it's helpful. Mm-hmm. So if that's you listening, we do understand that Kate and I have been there many times. And then the allowing for you to feel whatever you're feeling until you notice it for what it is and or it changes because it always will including nerves and everything else mm-hmm. thanks Kate this has been mm-hmm. a, a lovely conversation as always thanks Matt. you've been listening to this week's Under the Noise with me Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts 
If you have any comments or questions from this week's episode, then please do get in touch. Our email addresses are at the end of this one, wherever you found uh, our podcast today. And if there's anything in particular that you'd love us to explore, then please let us know. We're always willing to, uh, to respond to what would be helpful for you. And we'll speak to you again very soon. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.